I'm Beth. And I'm Leslie. And welcome to Quince. A little sweet. A little tart. And a little unexpected. It's Thursday, March the 31st, 2016. And the word of the day is... Walls. 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 As in, according to this dictionary that has now lost its front, so I'm not sure exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think Plukity ate it. Yeah. Uh, it's a structure of stone, brick, or other material serving to enclose, divide, support, or defend. Oh. <clears throat> Not that that's why I support, chose Support, divide, um, suspend, defend, and... Defend. Yeah, enclose. Enclose. So it can enclose, or it can divide, it can hold something up. So, that's not only the concrete walls, but the metaphorical walls do yeah. the very same thing, don't they? Yeah, and I think probably metaphorical is what we'll talk about the most. Yes, yes. I don't think we need to get political, do yeah, we, so well, much? <laughs> we've been hearing about walls. So yes, it was on our minds. Yeah, it's this Canadian thing that I got a big kick out of. Oh, right. <laughs> Canadian comedian building a wall to keep us out. Right, right, all the liberal, organic um, professor types in their Volvos or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm not sure what he I was keep trying. seeing different ones yeah, on I'm Facebook. Yeah, sure, I'm not sure what he was doing, but he was building a wall. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so that's um, that way. But the um, I did pick the word because we had totally forgotten last time. And we apologize for being so late in getting this done. But I got sick. Leslie has barely been able to talk for yeah, several weeks. And I don't usually get sick. It's not a common thing with me. But every time I'd cough I'd, or do anything or get hot, I would hack my head off. Yes. So we've got me covered with stuff in case... Um, got her lemonade nearby. Yeah, we got lemonade and lemon drops and all kinds of things if I get started coughing again. So oh. we will see how it goes. Thanks to Beth. And so we're talking about walls. And what, besides hearing it in the news so much these days, what really made you choose that word? Uh, a song. A song. A song. Back in 1997, my brother recorded an album called Leading Role. And it was the only, I think, the only solo album he's ever done. And it's a banjo album. But he... Um, did this one song on it. It's an old Peter, Paul, and Mary tune done in a bluegrass style that I imagine he arranged. And a, a young man named Ronnie Bowman did the vocals. And we're going to play it. I don't know if we'll get in trouble, but we're going to play it. Well, since your brother did yeah, it. Yeah, probably Surely not. it's okay. And we were talking one night with some other friends, and... I didn't have a copy. I had loaned it to somebody who loaned it to somebody else. The oh, only good. one I had. It's been out of print for years. And, um, oh, that's been almost 20 years. Now. Yeah. And it vanished, the one I had, and I couldn't get another copy. And we got online and we found one. And oh. so I ordered it. And so now I have it. And it has one of my favorite gospel songs ever. 
and this song, and it's, he calls it Walls. The uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary um, version was Some Walls. Okay. If anybody remembers that version. So we're going to play it. It's about three minutes, and I think you'll enjoy it. a little vague. Uh, this one particular paragraph I love is, some walls are built on pride. Some keep the child inside. Mm -hmm. Some walls are made in fear that love let go will disappear. Yes. And I think we all kind of build walls to protect that little frightened child inside. Oh, I think you're right. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, and more or less, it. Um, I have trouble being vulnerable. 
vulnerable. You mean around love or? Around anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that's just one of my kind of hang-ups. But, but yeah, I do have problems putting myself out there, you know, into vulnerable states. Uh, and I guess, you know, relationships would be. Um, I've had successful relationships and not so successful relationships, but other everybody has, I guess. Right, right. But sometimes our walls go right up. Self-defense, yep. you know? You know to put up that wall. Yeah. So sometimes it's good, a little devil's advocate here, even though mostly I don't agree with that. <laughs> but every once in a while, it's like, ooh, I need to put a wall up. That yeah. is not a healthy person. Or, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Uh, but, but most of the time, yeah, yeah it's yeah, just not true. We put that wall up, and, and I know the one about where some hearts stay safe and cold. Yeah, you know? yeah some, some walls are lined with gold where some hearts stay safe and cold. Mm -hmm. yeah, some yes. walls are made of doubt. Holding in and keeping out. Yes. And I think a lot of us do that. I think so. Yeah, I've been watching the most ridiculous thing, because I never got to see it, the Allie McBeal series from back oh, in the yeah. 90s. Yeah, somebody yeah. was talking about that recently. Really? I don't, yes. Yeah. Well, I, I, had, I didn't get the chance to see it, because when it was on, I was looking after my grandfather. We tried to watch it one time together, and it was just impossible. He couldn't deal with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, all of the at least the first three. Well, I'm in season two, I think. It's all about relationships and mm -hmm. love, and the cases that they wind up with are all about the relationships, of course, that are kind of with the people in the law firm, and um, and all of these entanglements and triangles and and. Uh, it, the, the main character, Allie, in the first season, it seems like she would get to a certain point with people and then almost on purpose mess it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then bewail the fact that she couldn't find love. And so she's a little bit more mature in the second season. But then she, she uh, had this beautiful, beautiful man, the doctor. Okay. I I saw that years ago, but I'm like you. I think I was taking care of my father, right. who probably was around your grandfather's age right. at the yeah. time. And so I don't him. think we watched that one. We right. watched Larry King or something. Yeah. Well, it was uh, she fell in love with this beautiful young man who was a doctor, and then um, they were like really getting to the point where it was going to work out, and then she sabotaged it. Yes. You know, or at her old boyfriend sabotaged it. But, so I think we probably have all done that a I time or two. So. You know, there's somebody that can get too close to that person and that child inside. I love, uh, we have a friend named Ruth Jean who talks about idiot child. <laughs> and what she means is that Part, and it's not an insult, it's that part of you that is vulnerable and childish and does silly things and uh, needs taken care of. Um, sometimes maybe we overdo it. Yes. So when do we let the wall down? Because I know in my own life, several times in relationships, 
I've let the wall down. Yeah. I have once and twice. I say two out of four relationships I let the walls down. Really? Two out of four of my serious relationships. I left them and, but down. you didn't in the other in two. In the other two. And I married those two. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't know if we should go there or well, not. I don't know. Well, they're, they're all gone and something yeah. and he doesn't count. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. See, yeah. I think that would be hard to be that serious with someone yeah. and not have your wall. Yeah, I really don't think. I don't think Damn. either. Well, one husband, it was complicated with him because he had some unfinished stuff that he was dealing with and we were kind of like ships that pass in the night basically right you know so he probably understood me better than the first one the first one was clueless mm. totally clueless. he didn't have a clue who i was wow you know but i didn't have a clue who he was either so <laughs> uh, i remember one one of my very first loves yeah. Uh, his name was Jeff, spelled with a G. Mm -hmm. He was an Australian man. Yeah. And he told me one time, because I was young, I oh, was yeah. so young, and he said, Beth, when you finally learn to trust yourself and open up, whoever you do that with will be the luckiest man in the world. Awesome. Isn't it? I know. <laughs> and I always, I held those words dear. I still do. I yeah. still do. I hold those words Absolutely. dear. Because that was such a... That was a wonderful a Wonderful thing. thing for, you know, a 17, 18-year-old shy girl. He was about three years older. Well, he was wise. He was a poet. He was a musician, a poet, very, very wise He was man. a wise young man. Yes. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Very, very neat person. Yeah. He has since um, gone to heaven, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he felt like he was an amazing person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dear well. Jeffrey. But, but that always made me conscious then yeah. of that wall, that, that, that I wouldn't let people through. And he knew I wasn't letting him. Right. Through well, all young. the way. Yeah. yeah, but still, you yeah. know. Well, my, my first relationship, it took me quite a while, because I was 17 too. Uh, it took me quite a while to let the wall stand. But he hung around mm -hmm. for a long time. Uh, then he went away, and, or we'd have a fight, and he'd go back, he'd go away, and then we get back, I'd get married, and then <laughs> break up, and then we'd get back together, and then. <laughs> So that was kind of a complicated relationship, but I think he knew me the best. But he had a lot of years to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's what it takes. Yeah. Even with our friends, not oh, just absolutely. the relationships. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But you have a gift for friendship. You think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. I don't think I put walls up with friends. Yeah. I, don't I think know I'm pretty open. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But when the the least little hint of romance yeah. comes in, and I I would like feel prickly. that, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, we're complicated people, lots I, of people. I think probably everybody out there is. You know, a friend of ours shared a quote on Facebook yeah. the other day that I really want to share. Absolutely. Um, this is Chris Owens who. Uh -huh. 
uh, is a musician. That has a lovely wife and two beautiful children. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Chris also works at Nancy's Candy, too. So I, I work. Oh, that. you didn't realize? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's our safety person. Oh, okay. At the candy store. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, he's certainly a magnificent musician. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy his music. But anyway, he, he just put this quote up by Rumi. Yeah. And it is, Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. That's awesome. That not that? And I think that may be true to a large extent. Yeah. That we need to work. In fact, that may even be our life's lessons. It, or to find all those barriers. Yeah, I think that, it's probably the life lessons of some people. Mm. For sure. Because it's hard. Trust is tough for some people. It is for me, in a way. Mm. And I guess that's part of the not wanting to be vulnerable. You have to trust somebody with your vulnerability. And that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Another yeah. quote that I found that sort of speaks on that exact same thing um, was is by William Goldman from The Princess Bride. Her heart was a secret garden, and the walls were very high. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Put up those walls. So. Hmm. So that's our start on walls. That's our start on walls, yeah, yes. Yeah. So we need to do a little sweet. What have we been doing this whole month that I have been ailing? Well, I got to take a group in our new Reynolds Homestead bus, 15-passenger bus that Ray and Nancy Dietz donated to us. And I took a group and we went to Blacksburg, Virginia to the new Moss Arts Center and saw the wonderful Celtic group called Danu. And of course, I was nervous as could be, but yeah. you know, this was my first trip to organize, sure. um, do the dinner out, the tour of the facility, arranging the ticket sale, you know, everything. But it went very well. Awesome. Alfred Martin drove us, you know, Al, probably. Right. Um, and we just had a great time. So it worked out well. Yeah, I heard from a lot of people that it was really, really successful. So that's good. So they've been doing several other trips. They're planning some other trips, too. Yes, yeah. They went well. up to the Fine Arts Museum and the Shakespeare Theater. Um, and they're heading to Charleston, South Carolina in yeah. April. So. That's a big deal. Yes, yes. So anyway, that's sweet. That's sweet yeah. thinking about that and planning. Absolutely. We'll be planning a lot of trips. Absolutely. So that's great. Mm -hmm. Well, I shared a rabbit just before I got sick. Yes. Yeah, and um, she sheared a rabbit. Sheared a rabbit. <laughs> I, I cut its hair. Well, the way I, I have these German Angora rabbits, and the traditional way is to cut it with a pair of scissors. And that's how I do it. And I have this one rabbit. He's he's a real delight. We call him Quark. Quark. 
I think is what we wound up naming. Right, because you named them all Q words as a quince. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so um, I took him. What I usually do with him, because he's a very active rabbit, is I'll cheer a little while, and then I'll set him down and let him run around. And then I'll cheer a little while, and then I'll set him down and let him run because he gets Do you do this empty. inside? I, I have him outside on the back, on the carport. I have a little pen that I uh, put around my chair. Okay. And I didn't let him out, or I didn't let him down quite soon enough Ooh. there at the end, and he jumped. And when he jumped, his toenail caught me at the base of my thumb and ripped a quarter inch, a tiny little cut there, and it bled like you would not believe. Yeah, pour sugar on it. Well, I didn't think of that at the time, because it was, I mean, blood was flying everywhere. Well, you uh, right there. Gosh, you were fairly close yeah, to yeah. where people cut their wrists. Exactly. So, so I got. I managed to get him back in the cage. Got blood all over him. Blood all over me. And I got Not him, all over the wall. No, I did miss the wall. Okay. Yeah, that was it. I did miss the wall. And so I got into the house, trailed blood all the way to the bathroom, wrapped a sock around. I mean, there was no just put a paper towel with wow, paper towel. Oh my goodness! I wrapped a sock around it with duct tape. Oh my goodness. And I was sitting here with my hand up in the air and it's bleeding through the sock. That's and I think, scary. I'm going to have to call my mother and this is going to be so embarrassing. <laughs> I thought I was going to bleed to death right there. But it finally stopped and when I got, I went and had to go buy a band aid. And when I finally got it all, uh, go up to the store with the bloody sock raft around oh you. <laughs> Here comes Leslie Sheeler. Yeah, it's just a normal thing. Uh, bought me some band-aids. And when I finally got to it, it's the tiniest little cut. Wow. I mean, it's not, it's it's a, maybe a quarter of an inch. Mm. But that sucker was deep. <laughs> I stabbed myself in the thumb one time by accident. And I, same thing. No bigger than that. It, it bled, bled like and finally... Something in my nursing brain from years. I thought about how we used to pour sugar. Sometimes it was a treatment for a decubitus ulcer. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. To make it, you know. And I just took the sugar bowl off my table and I poured that sucker right well, over that. on that. And it stopped. It just stopped like in three seconds. That was it. No well, bleeding. If, if you cut your dog's toenail too close. Ooh. Which can happen, and it'll start bleeding. You just pack it full of cornstarch, and that will stop. Mm -hmm. I guess yeah, sugar would do the same, same. thing. It's probably the same idea. Yeah, yeah. But the cornstarch packs tight in that nail, mm -hmm. and that um, in a pinch, that will stop it. Well, there so, you go. Home yeah, remedies. Yeah, home remedies. <laughs> but I tell you, if a rabbit scratches, and the rabbit did not mean to do it at all. He didn't bite me. Right. He just flipped off my lap, and when he flipped off, his nail caught. I guess it could have been the scissors, but I think it was his nail. Mm. You know, because he was just, you know, and I wasn't worried about him going anywhere. Well, I hope I, you put lots of peroxide on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it bled mm. enough that there's no way. And in, another thing I'll tell <laughs> no people. No infection could yeah, stand. Uh, another thing I will tell people if you mess with animals, get a tetanus shot every 10 years. Mm hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah, because it, uh, it's on their skin, it's on their feet. It can be on wool if uh, it's not washed, mm. even um, though um, 
You might never see the sheep. You could possibly, possibly get tetanus from wool. Mm. So I've, I've uh, kept my tetanus. That's the only thing I do is keep my tetanus shot. <laughs> That's a smart one. Yeah. So so anyway, that was that. And I've been spinning. And um, It wasn't a, that nice video of you on Facebook. You know, I had totally forgotten that that gentleman did that. That was about four and a half, five years ago. It was, well, I, I think I had seen it maybe at that time, and then Jeff Barr is who put it up on Facebook. Really? Yes, okay. and so that's when I shared it. Okay, well, yes. I saw it when you had Maybe it. you can do a link to it so yeah. that yeah, our Quince people can see you yeah. in action. And that would be fun. Yeah, I really had forgotten that that young man did that, and I was using my great wheel. Mm -hmm. the, the walking wheel and um, it was all kind of extemporaneous oh, it made it sound good, good. Yes. but you know he cut out the bits where I'm going mm -mm -mm. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. he, he did a really good job and then there's the one at Hartwood too Right now, but I that's only two minutes and yeah, thirty seconds. This was a long one. Yeah, it was, it was a part of a TV show and I never saw the television show I don't know what it was I don't remember. <laughs> My sister-in-law had kind of arranged for it to happen, and um, because we filmed it in her shop. Right. Yeah, and um, so I don't really remember. It may I, tell on the uh, YouTube thing, but I don't really remember. The gentleman that did the filming was called. His name was Dave Miller. And there was a television station. Oh, okay. On yeah. the link, I believe. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll put the link in. Because uh, it was a lot of fun to do, and he was uh, really nice. And, um, and and I have been working on the hat shawl, the quill. Oh, that's beautiful. It is really I had cool. no idea it was going to look well, like that. Well, I was sick and not able to do anything, so I knit. <laughs> I did a lot of knitting. And I got the... Um, that's the, gorgeous. The, I got the feather and pan section done. And I really like the way the colors came together. I like those colors. Those yeah. are sort of my colors. Yeah, and I'll do a picture. And now I'm working on the um, the knitted on border. And I've got one side done. I'm trying to find the... I've got one side totally done. And I'm about a quarter of a way through the second side. So you can sort of see what it's going to look like now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so it'll take a long, long time. This knitted border, this knitted on border is taking quite a while. It's 12, um, it's a 12 um, row repeat. And every other row, you pick up a stitch from your um, already knitted part. You pick up a stitch and uh, add it on, and that was, that's what makes the border attach. That thing's huge. <laughs> it's going to be big, and it's supposed to be big. So I'm hoping it'll be as big as it's supposed to be. So that, I don't see anything. Oh, oh, the Kathleen sweater. Yes. Is done. It's beautiful, too. It is, it is really done. Mm -hmm. I'm very happy. And I think we've mentioned before, um, Thank goodness we have no walls around Medicine Dan. <laughs> because so many of the people that have moved here, including you, Thank are you. just are just so wonderful. 
And one of the wonderful ones helped me with the sweater. Her name's Karen. Karen Reed? Yes, and she can do absolutely anything. She's an amazing lady. Uh, she has helped me empty out two storage bins and get rid of the ugliest couch that ever existed. <laughs> yes, that's happened for you. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah well, that was great. And then she um, finished. She helped us finish the sweater. It wasn't part of the pattern, but we decided to put a uh, backing on the buttons and the buttonholes. And I wasn't quite sure how to do it, so I showed it to her, and she said, oh, I can do the... I can sew those on for you, and then you can cut the buttonholes. Well, when I went to get it, she had finished it. Oh, wonderful. It was so great. Yeah, so um, it was totally done, totally perfect, and it looks great on Kathleen, and we have a picture of that, too. And so I'll, I'll put that picture up as well. Well, that's re I like the way you said that, how nice that we don't have walls around Meadows of Absolutely, Dan. Absolutely, because we had some great people. Ah. Oh. Yeah. I'll tell you, for a, a community where people move here with retirement, yeah. some, t some yeah. uh, it's not an easy retirement. It's no. not like people who move to Florida or some of the retirement areas. Yeah. It's not really a good one. There's no doctors nearby. It's 15 miles to the closest, you know, Walmart-y right. type big grocery store or whatever, yeah. but people still come and the ones who do are interesting good absolutely people. absolutely interesting yeah we've had we've had some great ones mm -hmm. uh, we've been um we have our book club that uh, meets on monday nights and it, it's gradually become about 50 50 uh natives and incomers mm -hmm. and, and isn't that nice yeah it's, and it's a great mix everybody really uh we have some wonderful discussions in fact karen did our last book she sure did it was a great one too kit carson the kit wild carson west and the navajos 1840s 50s yeah. that was very interesting it was and well of course all of us that have read tony hillerman right just really loved it uh, or I did anyway, because it told a lot of this back, this rather sad backstory about the, how the Navajo and the Spanish and the um, the invaders from the east mm -hmm. uh, came. You know how that all happened. So, yeah, I found it pretty hard. I, yeah, it was tough. It was tough to read. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's still tough. We, mm -hmm. we got into quite a discussion and. Uh, one of our members, Shelby, had done a lot, uh, or through the West, through a lot of the reservations, and how so many problems there, yes. and, and complications, and poverty that they're dealing with. Yeah, she painted a pretty, pretty real dire picture. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Now, our other book club that met, that meets uh, Thursdays at noon, yeah. the first Thursday of the month, uh, my sister Kay came down from yeah. West Virginia, and she and I did our family's book. Yeah. And we had a lot of fun doing Oh, I'm that. sure. Yeah, that's a good group, too. Yes. Well, well some of us. There's a lot of us who are in both, both books. Yeah. But, though, no, we usually do different books. Right. Something came up with Daddy both times the last time I tried to go, and I couldn't yeah. make it. But, uh, 
We're doing Faulkner's As I Lay Dying ah. this coming Thursday. That should be interesting. You're more than welcome. Uh, well, we'll see. Uh, I'll see if I can get there. Yes. <laughs> I will do my best. We'll see what happens next. All right, so that's a little sweet. We got all the projects out of the way? I think so. Well, I've been busily uh, helping to get the, we open up the Reynolds Homestead starting this weekend through the end of October wow. for our weekend. So I've been cleaning. I did a refresher course with all the docents, yeah. the, the guides. So I did that yesterday, walked them through, talked about new things on the property. We have a new gazebo Ooh. and azalea garden. Nice. So, yeah. Very yeah. Nice. So anyway, that's... That's always fun because now the house will be open Saturday and Sunday afternoons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, it's getting toward the time. Um, I'm planning to open up, not this coming weekend, but next weekend. I wondered. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If the weather behaves. Mm -hmm. They're still talking, they're kind of grumbling about we might get some cold weather next week. Mm -hmm. This so, weekend? Yeah. So we'll see what happens. And, um... If it gets warm enough, because the heat in that house is not real reliable. Mm -hmm. so if it gets warm enough, I will open. And we'll see what happens. Oh, good. Yeah. And good. so, all right. So we got a little tart. That's our reviews, book reviews, something about quotes about walls <laughs> and different things. Well, do you have a book? I do not. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I started thinking about walls yeah. and what book would come to mind and you know what it popped into my brain the glass castle by Jeanette Walls right and she's just a very favorite author oh yeah she's a wonderful she author. is amazing and this was her first book the glass castle and it was more a memoir of growing up in a very odd dysfunctional family and uh, her father was an alcoholic her mother was an art teacher mm -hmm. and an artist and she and her siblings lived they lived all over and sometimes in strange places yeah yes and they ended up in welch west virginia for a number that. of years, I yes, that. yeah, that was where her father was from. Her mother was from a very wealthy Arizona ranch. Hmm. Uh, her grandmother, and that's what the next poor book, Half Broke Horses. Yeah, yeah I remember mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Came by, but the glass castle itself, to me, that speaks of, you know, glass sort of like a fishbowl, you know, that right. you can see in, yet there's a barrier just as if it was made of rock. Right. That's how I think of a, a glass castle. Yeah. Did we do that on a book club? We did. Mm -hmm. did Maybe we? years ago. Yeah, I think we did that with a book club. I mm -hmm. seem to remember that was had some, triggered some good discussion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, when did, that came out 2005. Yeah. Yeah, it was 261 weeks on the New York Times bestsellers right. list, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so but anyway, that's that's really the book, Jeanette Walls. Jeanette Walls. So it's the taking the walls part, 
Literally. Yeah, that's okay. That's a, it's interesting how surnames sometimes are like that. Mm-hmm. How that one would come up. And you've got some quotes up there. Yes, I always have quotes. <laughs> I do like quotes. And I read you the one, the Princess Bride one. Yeah. Oh, here is one, just a short one, that Darnell Lamont Walker said. Sometimes our walls exist just to see who has the strength to knock them down. Now, that's an interesting. So, do you think we do that? That's an interesting concept. I bet. That might be, because some of, I can see where... I can see where I could try to be challenging to somebody mm -hmm. in some fashion. I can see where one certain person challenged me a great deal. I don't know if it would be exactly walls, but maybe in a way. But they, he, he or she did that on purpose? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, he definitely did it on purpose. Oh. Yeah. I got manipulated a lot, and I'm a master manipulator. I'm mm -hmm. a southern woman. Ah, ah. <laughs> manipulation. Yeah. Oh, I try not to do that. Yeah, I do well, try not to do that. Yeah, but when I write the Southern Woman's Guide to Life, there's going to be a chapter on manipulation. Oh, I'm manipulation. Sorry. Well, but how's <laughs> that vary from walls? Is it yeah, like really snaking different. through a maze? Maybe. A maze can be walls. Yeah. You know, when you're inside one, it feels like yeah. walls. Well, it would be more like he would want me to realize something about myself. Mm, and make you work to learn And he it. would make me work until I figured it out. Was he a teacher? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. that sounds yeah, like a very a prof professorial yeah, thing to do. Yeah, he was a professor. Do. He was a mm -hmm. teacher at Georgetown years ago. At Georgetown, so Jesuit. He got that whole yeah, well. <laughs> way of doing it. And he was no Jesuit, huh? Yeah. Oh, well, in some ways. He was Anglican. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Yeah, he would, he would challenge me. And, and mostly it was something he wanted me to know about myself. Uh, hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to think if I have... I've enjoyed when people have chipped away at my walls. Yeah. Whether I meant for it to happen, but somebody who has dug and dug mm -hmm. and... Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good quote. Mm-hmm. A pretty good point. Huh. Yeah, but maybe we do that. Well, now, here's here's one by somebody named P.S. Baber. There are four kinds of people in the world, Ms. Harper. Those who build walls, those who protect walls, those who breach walls, and those who tear down walls. Much of life is discovering who you are. When you find out, you also realize there are places you can no longer go, things you can no longer do, words you can no longer say. Okay, oh. so do you think <laughs> you build walls, protect walls, Breach walls or tear down walls. I think I build them for yourself. Yeah, relationship-wise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
And maybe they're higher sometimes than others, depending on the person. Now, I like to tear down walls when it comes to other people. Yeah. You know, not not necessarily for myself. Right. But yeah, I like to tear down walls and build bridges. Well, and, you know, <laughs> and that's I think that's what we ought to be doing, because so many people now do seem to be putting up walls in a lot of different ways. Prejudice can be a wall. Oh, yes. In fact, uh, that's probably what I was thinking yeah, about. Yeah, you know, and, um, the, and somebody did say something about tearing down walls and building bridges recently, and I can't quite remember. Well, they didn't say walls, but something like that. But yeah, these, these type, fear can be a wall. Oh, big wall. Yeah, and artificial fears that uh, really aren't personal to you, it's not likely to happen to you, but somebody has scared you into thinking it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, uh, you know, people worried about robberies and yeah. something along those lines, yeah. even though it happened five hours away in Washington, D.C., exactly. suddenly... Yeah. Who yeah. was I talking to? Um... It may have been you, if it is, I'll apologize. She was telling me about um, her mother would never lock the door in her house. Oh, I know who it was. It's a, late, a local lady. Though we never locked our door. Yeah. I and, mean, never well, knew where it was. Well, as, as her children left home and got older, uh, they would worry about her mm -hmm. living alone. And she would not lock her doors. And so she finally said one day, she said, the only thing I am afraid of is fire. Oh. And if that door's locked, they can't get out. Oh, bless her heart. You know, but yes. she wasn't afraid of burglars. She wasn't afraid of somebody coming in. She you wanted know. to be able to get out. Yeah, and she was a woman of deep faith. Mm -hmm. You know, she mm -hmm. said, what will be, will be. Mm -hmm. You know, but she didn't, you know, the, the only thing that frightened her was the idea of fire. Oh, yeah. And she wasn't going to lock that door. I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm -hmm. so, well, talk about faith in walls. Yeah. Um, there's Jericho, right? Yeah. Yeah. The walls come tumbling down. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, there's a lot about walls in the Bible. There hmm. are a lot of different things. The well, weeping wall. Wait, yeah, the, the wailing, wailing wall. walls. That, that is the... Um, Jewish... Um, that, that's actually a wall of the temple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but they, they talk about the walls around Jerusalem. And fortified towns, but when we were in England, we visited walled towns, walled cities, uh -huh. and it was it was really quite delightful. Of course, mm -hmm. you know they didn't like close the gates or anything, and you could walk all the way around the walls. You could walk around the entire city and see things you would never see, mm -hmm. like people's little backyards and gardens, and you know it was delightful. Uh huh. Uh, to uh, but we saw wall, uh, walled towns in Wales and in uh, England. And uh, there would be little shops built into the walls. Because these were, you know, Americans have problems with these. This is stuff built in like 900 AD, right. you know. Robin Hood Robin days. Yeah, Robin, or, uh, or at least Edward I. And um, so, so, you know, as time had gone on, people built things into the walls and, or, or onto the walls. And, and it was just really fascinating. Oh, the Great Wall of China. Yeah. My goodness. The Hadrian's Wall of England. I, hadn't, mm -hmm. uh, I 
caught a glimpse of that on a train when we went to uh, Scotland. But yeah, the Great Wall of China. There's a lot I loved in when I lived in Vermont, and you would see the rock walls. Oh yes. you know, all over New England. All that over. Yeah. People would clean their pastures and yeah. find the. Yeah. And make these walls, yeah. and they're, they're, some of them were amazing. Yeah, yeah, just stacked. They weren't really anything. stacked and stayed forever. Yeah, yeah, at least a couple of hundred years. Mm -hmm. <coughs> so walls do have good purposes. They keep us warm. We've got walls all around us in here. Oh yeah. Yeah, and we can hang our pictures on them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Paint them pretty colors. Yeah, but we keep doors in them. Oh, and yes. windows. Yes. So you can see out and see in. I've never been in jail. I yeah. think that that would be so oh, hard. Yeah. No, who was it? Stone walls to a prison make and iron bars a cage. Was that Oscar Wilde? I don't know. And I've then, heard that, but yeah. I don't know. And then Jim Croce did a version. He said, Stone walls do a prison mate and iron bars a cage. Any man that says they don't ain't been ever been inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think it may have been Oscar Wilde. I'll look it up. But uh, it's, no. It was this poem called To Althea. Uh, and it was by Richard Lovelace. Very good, Leslie. Yeah, you were just pulling that right out yeah, of that somewhere. Yeah, that is way back. <laughs> yeah, very good. Yeah. To Althea. To Althea. And it was, it's a beautiful poem. It's one of the few, I, that way back, that I actually knew all the words to at one time. Because mm. it just captured my fancy. Hmm. hmm. But no, I've never been in jail either, so I don't know how that would be. In the hospital? Yeah. But not quite. Well, quite you, do, you dealt with some people with some mental issues, illness. Mental illness. Yes. Yeah. And how that was to deal with, and walls to protect them, and other people too. Hmm. Complicated. So how about that wall between Mexico and Arizona? <laughs> I don't know. I just I have a feeling like Mexico ain't gonna pay for it. So. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I um, I just have problems with. Well, a really sad thing happened. I have a cousin who married a Hispanic woman, beautiful, beautiful girl, and she has five or six children. And some of this talk that has been going on, you oh. know, and of course, parents, um, people will talk around children without really thinking about how it might affect them. And one of the little girls is quite young, I don't know, she's maybe eight, ten, something like that. Um, Stella went in one day and she was like packing. She thought she was going to be deported. Oh, no. And she's born here. Stella was born here. I think Stella's parents were born here. And her dad is your cousin, so yeah, he's yeah, a Virginian. It's, it's kind or, of a, yeah, it's kind of an adoption situation. It's a little complicated, mm -hmm. but yeah, he's he's a native nine generation back. Right. And but I mean, his wife was born here. The children were born here, and I think her parents were born here. Oh my goodness! 
And then, but there was something about anchor babies. I don't know exactly. I didn't follow the discussion. Uh, but to think that a child would be thinking yeah. she would have to leave because of the stop really made me mad. Yeah. <laughs> so you mm -hmm. know, I don't uh, don't really like that. No, and of course, one of my relatives you know, has married a woman with Muslim background. Yeah. I mean, educated. Sure. Beautiful, smart, wonderful friends, people, family, and it's like, oh, yeah, just you know, kind, sweet, yeah. the most gentle people. Sure. So, so yeah, life's complicated. It's, it's very complicated. Yeah, it really is. And I tend to look at the personal, even in the political. I can't, I can't help but do that. Yeah, I, I don't know that everybody does, though. No, I don't think Because I do. hear people saying things that are really hurtful to a large section of the population that I wouldn't dream of it. You know, although I don't know if they would say these things to, the, to people's faces or not. No, well, that's like the old thing where, you know, oh, my best friend is black or something, yeah. you know, well, you know, I'm not talking about them, yeah. I'm talking Maybe. about yeah. the other or yeah. whatever, and it yeah. just... Because when I, when I hear these things, my first thought is, how does this affect our friend Minnie? Right. You know, or who has suffered from a lot of problems. Right. And um, that's the first thing I think of, or, or my gay friends or whatever, when they're hearing these things, how is that affecting them? And I, I know it's not affecting them well. Right. So, anyway, we got into a weird spot there. But <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. And now what's a little unexpected? Oh. You go first. Well, I was just been thinking about... Um, Tourism season is coming, or tourist season is coming, mm -hmm. and Woodbury Inn has reopened. I know, new owners, new yeah. restaurant, as breakfast. Of the first, yeah, as of tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So they're going to do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I didn't quite get all the um, details, uh, just kind of. So that's, that's good. Always good to have choices, Absolutely. Right? Yeah, I hope yeah. that works out well. And then we have a twin museum coming in. Yes, to Meadows yeah, yeah. So the that's old exciting. night shop. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. very exciting. I haven't had a chance to talk to any of the people. I Facebooked a little bit and, and told them how great I thought it was that they were coming in. But um, so we haven't met yeah. them yet. But that's supposed to be. They're supposed to be opening in the next couple of weeks, I think. Mm -hmm. so I saw them working up there today. Excellent. Yeah. So, and let's see, I don't know if anything else is Well, coming. I have friends, my good friends, Rick and Becky, are coming down from West Virginia to go to the NASCAR race at Martinsville oh, this weekend. Oh, yeah, that's weekend. coming up. That's this weekend. Yeah, this weekend, yeah. Yeah, so things will be starting. Uh, I'll be busy, yeah. Yeah, maybe Mills opening the last weekend in November, or in of April, April yes. I think. Mm -hmm. <coughs> And um, so things will be winding up, and the flowers, it's raining today, but the flowers and everything are getting beautiful. Mm-hmm. Certainly have been. We have a history around us uh, this coming Wednesday, yeah. um, which whatever that date is, like the 4th or 5th, whatever Wednesday yeah. is, 
and um, Larry Hopkins going to talk about the Dick and Willie Railroad. Oh, cool. You know, he had done that talk uh, a couple months ago for the Historical Society, so I asked him if yeah. he would come because people who missed it really wanted to hear it. Oh, I'm so, sure it'll be very interesting. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And we're going to go see a play next week. Yes. So our next Quince recording, we will tell them all about the play. Absolutely. We... Well, this one is about the, um, you can look it up, the, the Courthouse Tragedy. 1912, and Hillsville, Virginia. Yep. It was a, uh, I heard people talk about it all my life. It's like it, as if I knew the people that it happened to, but it's 1912. But anyway. <laughs> and this is the third play about it. Yeah, and, with, uh, and it's a different play. A different twist. Than the other two. So mm -hmm. we, the, the first two were marvelous. Oh, we had so much fun going <laughs> yeah. to that. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so that is going on. And um, we're hoping to hit one of the new restaurants in town maybe for supper. Mm -hmm. I hadn't really heard about that part, but figure out how it goes, and it will be awesome. So Excellent. What else is going on? Mmm. I have a chicken that went broody. I know, that's so weird, isn't it? Or no, not? not really. No? She's awfully young, but hmm. I put four eggs under her to see what she'll do. She's uh -huh. still hissing at me. <laughs> uh, and we have, we're starting to have calves. Oh, yeah. All around us here. Yeah. So I I love that. Yeah. yeah. Or I can practically just walk over to the fence and touch them. Yeah. And I have a donkey in the field now, and he comes to the fence. He's and a sweet He is fellow. the sweetest donkey mm -hmm. I've ever known. Yeah. Yeah. You put a picture of him up one day. Mm -hmm. He was really cute. Mm hmm. I was having a chat with him today yeah. out at the fence. Yeah, I probably have pregnant goats too. That's exciting. Yeah. So, and, I, and if anybody needs eggs, I have lots and lots of eggs. Oh, so. good. <laughs> yes. Come to Meadows of Dan. Yeah, they don't ship well, so come to Meadows of Dan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess we ought to wind it up. All looks right. like. Well, it's um, great to be back. Yeah, I really have missed it. Our show notes are at Quint. Quincepodcast.com. We also have a page on Facebook. Uh, you can find us on iTunes under Quince Podcast or Beth Almond Ford or Leslie Sheeber. It's a little easier to find us that way. Uh, we've had over 4,000 listens so far, so we really appreciate the support. And we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Bye bye. <laughs>